Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Imri and welcome back to the Wannabe podcast. The podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for subscribing, sharing the podcast with a friend and tweeting me about it. I love it so much. And thank you to Abby Steer, who included me in her podcast of the week feature on fromthestreets.com. You are tuning into the design special Meet the Cartoonist. And this is part two with the insanely talented comic artist Leslie Hung. Leslie is the co-creator of Snot Girl with Brian Lee O'Malley, who is also the creator of the infamous Scott Pilgrim comic series snot girl is published by image comics and it is so beautifully designed like i cannot stress that enough and it follows the fictional character lottie person who is an allergy ridden social media influencer with a real dark side leslie is the co-host of the salt and honey podcast with fellow cartoonist sloan leong her sketches and drawings have amassed 162 thousand followers on instagram so it's safe to say she knows what she is talking about So I have to apologize about this episode in advance. The audio file with my voice got corrupted and we lost all of my audio. So unfortunately, this episode doesn't have the same conversational feel as the rest. I truly believe it's better to be consistent, so I've made it work. Plus, Leslie had so much great advice and wisdom to share for budding cartoonists, animation, everyone in between that I just really could not it would be just such a disservice to you guys to not include it. So I've narrated all of the best bits. The episode is now broken down into 10 parts where you will learn how you can make money from your drawings, how to resolve a conflict and how to best communicate in your collaborations, how to get your comics and drawings published. Just so much good stuff is packed inside this episode. I know it's not the same, but I hope you enjoy it either way. So as usual, I asked Leslie who she wanted to become before she became who she is today and why. And what actually came out of this conversation was her not knowing quite what she wanted to do after leaving art school and feeling this immense pressure to conform to sometimes the Disney Pixar look and feel in her art. And that really started to kind of paralyze her in moving forward so we get to talking about kind of the situation surrounding that well I went to art school for college which um so I was about 18 and I had always wanted to be an artist and I think at that point I wanted to do like some sci-fi star wars type um map paintings even though that's totally not what I'm about but I think at the time I just thought it was like so cool like I I was I just thought it was something to aspire to um but pretty quickly I kind of realized that that wasn't my thing and it took me quite a while like I spent I feel like I spent my entire 
um, college experience, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And by the time I graduated, I still didn't know. And I feel like my portfolio and just like my work and my mental state was very reflective of that. Of that. Like I was very confused. And um, I, I think I didn't want to limit myself. Like I felt like if I had chose something and, um, and really focused on that, then I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't, I might be like missing out on other opportunities that I, that could be cool as well. And I feel like that was just kind of like my whole mentality for years and years. And it really, it really didn't help at all. Like I, I felt totally just, um, I feel like paralyzed was maybe like a little bit too dramatic, but I definitely felt like I couldn't move forward in a lot of ways. And I just felt uncomfortable with my work and what I wanted to do. And at the time I was studying to do like visual development for animation. So it was just kind of like a lot of, a lot of people just trying to get that like Disney look, the Pixar look and get scouted for those studios. And I, I feel like I think I wanted that as well, but then especially now that I'm, that I'm older, I can really see that um, working that, in that kind of environment just wasn't for me and it probably wouldn't be for me even now. Here Leslie lists some of the best questions to ask yourself and kind of thinking about your goals surrounding your art and what you want your future to look like. I, I just think that things end up changing like as you work more and as you think more about um, like just what do you want out of um, what you're creating. I think that's such an important question to ask and really it's kind of a hard question to ask yourself especially like if you're um like in your early 20s and your late teens like it's such a scary scary like step to take but I think it's it's just like so important and whenever people ask me about like what they should do I just feel like I have I don't have the answers for you but I feel like asking yourself questions and being very honest and um and just like realistic about what you want to do in life and like what you actually like and what your goals are is going to propel you much further than like just um looking at what other people are doing or just or taking classes like I feel like that's those are supplementary and I definitely want to try and um draw and write my own graphic novel like these are just kinds of things that have been bouncing around in my head for a bit. I feel like my approach to creating is very simplistic and I don't really have super like super lofty goals. I feel I just kind of want to be able to keep on um, drawing and writing and making things and making stories and like somehow reaching people. So here we talk about Leslie leaving art school and struggling to find a job. And she tells this amazing story of meeting this woman who owns a mannequin studio and essentially getting her first gig and not loving it. And it basically helped her decide what she wanted to do and where she wanted to take her art. So this is really about how you can have a job that you don't like and it basically reinvigorates your passions. That, yeah, the mannequins was weird. It's it's like a it's a strange story actually. I was I was like after I graduated from college, I I had like a few like kind of like I don't know. I had trouble finding a job. Like it wasn't. It was just like 
mix of bad interviews or like wrong portfolio stuff like that is it's in the past now but I was I was like at the post office mailing um a print that someone had bought online and I didn't have an envelope so I was buying an envelope there and this one behind me talks to me and she's like she's just talking to me about my art and like asking me about like going to art school which I thought was very weird but I was just kind of like whatever like you know just just like a normal post office chat or whatever and and she was like oh like I actually own a mannequin company with my husband and if you wanted to work there we could like test you and um it turns out that my immediate supervisor not the woman that I met at the post office was also an alumni of my art college so so we got along well um the mannequin the whole mannequin thing was very strange and I didn't really like working there I I was there for probably two years and and kind of and working there really kind of galvanized me into like wanting to do my own thing and like and make comics because it was just something I had never even thought I could do before. Um, I had read tons of like manga as a child and uh, I'd had aspired to doing that. But then once I actually started doing it, like especially when I was probably around 11, I tried to draw my own comics and it was it was just so difficult. And then I was kind of like, well, I can just get good at drawing and like not think about this anymore. Like it just, it was kind of something I never thought about after that. As a child, um, I think I was very impatient. Like I didn't want to think about like the story. So it would just be like drawing panel to panel basically. And I, I think I was just very like, I, I totally didn't want to think too hard. And I was really focused on like the tiny things, like the drawings themselves rather than um, comics. I was like, a medium and comics as like a way to tell a story which I which is like the thought I subscribe to now and I think that I think most people that make comics do anyway just because um rather than looking at panels as like as their own illustrations they're just part of a bigger thing and it's just something I fundamentally didn't understand as a child so it was just me being impatient and me just wanting to get like draw super cool things like as soon as possible so it it was just something that I dismissed without really exploring more, even though I was always interested in comics. But anyway, like the whole mannequin thing was just kind of part of like why I feel felt so like ready to do something else. And as kind of, that was kind of when I started to go to um, comics shows more and trying to make my own minis and doing my own like little art books or um, booklets type things so in this section we talk about when leslie met brian lee o'malley the legend behind the scott pilgrim comic series which got turned into a film and we also talk about briefly the start of snot girl and how brian was integral to her really leaving her job and getting this comic started and it becoming this massive like runaway success going to comic shows and talking to other creators was really what got me started and that's how I met I met Brian I met Brian through our letter Mari and ever since then like he he was the one that encouraged me to leave my mannequin job and he was like let's make this comic like let's make Snot Girl that's so that's basically how it started he was always super encouraging of like my art after we met this is probably three or four years ago I think and and he was just like, it was just something that neither of us had done. And it was, it's been like, there, it's obviously had its ups and downs. And 
but for the most part it's I feel like it's a good project and it's something that we both believe in so I feel like that's kind of like the backbone to the whole thing. We kind of came up with the story together because we both have, al have allergies and it would I don't know why I don't I don't really recall like what exactly prompted it but we just we like sometimes like if you're talking with your friends you're just like riffing on things and like kind of like weird ideas that you guys have and it's basically it was born from that so it's it's like we kind of created this character together and and it would just be like I I would be drawing her and then he's like oh like maybe give her bangs and I was like okay maybe I'll like add a bunch of other things as well so that's kind of how um, Lottie was created and her friends as well like the whole like the whole um universe is kind of based off of a bunch of different conversations we've had we had with each other and like kind of our own personalities injected into that as well ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. At San Diego Comic-Con... Leslie was talking about her style and developing her style and something that came up and really kind of made me focus and really want to get to know her more is that she said that she kept drawing the same thing over and over again as a teenager and she essentially got better over time. So we talk about whether she still believes that that's the right thing to do and what good feels like and what good looks like to her when it comes to her drawings. Um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It was, I feel like for some reason drawing, there's always been a driving force behind me for drawing, whether, whether people thought I was good or not. Like ever since I was, ever since like, as long as I can remember, I've been drawing and like saying that I wanted to be an artist and I don't even know if I understood what that meant. It was just kind of like, I like, as a child, I was just like, I really like drawing, and I really want to do this, like, forever, <laughs> and I don't really know why, it's just kind of, that's just how it's been, and it's always been that way, and when people ask me if there's anything else that I would want to do, I don't have an answer, just because I'm already doing what I want to do, and <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it's cool, it's just kind of like, I, I haven't had the patience to focus on other things as well as I do with drawing. And I'm definitely not the best artist. I just really like it. And I really, and they're like, even when I'm having like a hard time, it's, I will still like work through it. And that's, I can't say that about a lot of other things that I've, um, I've kind of just given up just because I'll, I'll just be like, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. And like withdrawing is always kind of like, no, I can do it. I can like figure it out or something. And that's, I feel like 
or that's kind of like that's kind of been how it's how it it has always been for me so leslie is a published comic book artist and we talk about the publishing process and what advice she has for anyone of you guys who are aspiring to have your drawings published as comics or if that's your preferred medium. We talk about what you need to do to get published and finding the right studio or publisher, should I say, to get your work out there. So whether you're looking at image comics like she did or you want to go to DC or Marvel, you need to understand that your story has to make sense for that publisher. So she talks a little bit about that. There are definitely ways in. It's just it is so much easier when you know someone, <laughs> which is like, that's, that's almost every job, especially in the creative field is that you have to know someone or meet someone that's nice enough to talk to you, especially if you don't know anyone. And it's like kind of a daunting thing, but it's also like really important. I think that, um, especially if you kind of have to, especially with monthly comics, you kind of have to aim where you want to get published if you want to do monthly comics because there are certain publishers that just won't be the right fit. And Image kind of works for a lot of different types of monthly comics because they they publish a, range, a wide range of different books every month. And you can kind of tell just from like from like what books are currently out. So like if you have a comic like Snot Girl, it wouldn't work out a publisher like DC or... Marvel just because that's not what they do you know if you really want to get into monthly comics then that's kind of like your starting point is trying to figure out not so much like trying to force your story to make sense with a publisher but to find a publisher that makes sense with your story so as you know Leslie collaborates with Brian O'Malley and various other artists, letterers, colorists to get Snot Girl off the ground. So when you're collaborating with other creatives, it's so important that you have your legals right and tight. So we talk a little bit about your paperwork. We also talk about the benefits of collaboration and communication. But most importantly, how to resolve a conflict because when your legals aren't right, a conflict can be completely escalated. Now, this wasn't Leslie's personal experience, but we do talk about why it's so important to have these uncomfortable conversations. Um, definitely sort out the legal stuff ahead of time. I think I haven't really worked very closely with people that I am not already friends with. So I think it's just kind of a matter of... Um, being open to knowing people, but also, also like being aware and like being and protecting yourself, as you said. I I think you just have to get everything out, have the uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations early on, just so that you're all on the same page. Just because I feel like in any sort of collaboration, if there's any sorts of misunderstanding, then it can it can go south like very very quickly. So, um, just I I feel like. I feel like if you're kind of shy or more introverted, I it's important to be able to talk about that. And it's just don't think about it so much as like a social thing, but rather just like a business thing. And I feel like as long as you do that, it'll be okay. It's just, it's just like a matter of trying to cover yourself before someone can screw you over. And I haven't had, I don't think we've had any conflicts exactly. Like I, 
I feel like if we ever have any disagreements and we kind of just like, there's like some level of compromise that's really important in collaboration, but also um, there's a lot of, you do have to, like I feel like collaborating with someone else kind of gives you a different perspective on your work because there's someone else like looking at it all the time and it's like, it's reflective of them as well. So there's like a bit more investment on their half than there is with something like, like if you're working with an editor who is just going to give you like valuable input, but not be invested. And that's kind of like, that's the good part of having an editor. Um, but yeah, I think just being like clear about what you want and what you like the role you want to have in a collaboration is so important because um, just working with people who you can communicate with, whether, whether you guys are um, disagreeing sometimes is very important because you can get over the disagreement, but if no, someone's just never talking to you, then you'll never be able to talk about it or address it. So to wrap up the episode, we finally begin to talk about the money. So if you are listening and you are into drawing, you want to make money from your art, this is the section that you really need to get your pens out and begin scribbling away because she talks super fast and it goes really quickly. So here's all the ways you can make money from your art. Um, it's It's like, okay. Um, I definitely, I'm not a millionaire. (laughs) I, I go to shows and like, I'll make, I make like a decent amount at comics conventions and shows if I do table there. I haven't been doing that as much lately and I'll sell like originals and it's basically like I'll do all those three things and that's kind of like my income for the year. And if I end up doing more things, like if I do merchandise or if I do prints, then that kind of like factors in as well. And it, it can add up. And I, I think that you can be more proactive about it, especially if you want to just do, do like art as a living. Um, you can, there's tons of people that have their own like um, online stores. And I think that can do very well, but it's just like, for me, it's just, that's like another thing to think about another like thing to like ship things out and stuff like that. So I just, um, I haven't had the motivation or the time to do that anymore, but it's definitely like a, a, an option. I hope you were able to take loads of notes on how to take your drawing to the next level. Again, apologies for the audio and the change in style. I hope it didn't take away from the actions and insights too much. To find out more about Leslie, visit milkmanor.tumblr.com or you can follow her on Instagram at dairyfree, like dairy free chocolate or something make sure you're subscribed on itunes spotify google play acast or your favorite podcast app to catch the next episode featuring new york times best-selling graphic novelist and illustrator eleanor davis you can download a free limited edition copy of the wannabe one-page business plan and goal setting guide so you can take your ideas from your head and make it real Visit wannabepodcast.com and select free download. It is only available until January 25th, so I suggest you get it while it's there. And while you're on the website, please do ask us a question for our Ask Priska segment at the end of January. This podcast is created by the Shoutout Network. To find out more about membership, visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Have you been making notes from this episode or have you checked out Leslie's work or anyone else's work since listening? Let me know by leaving a review on iTunes via your Mac or your iPhone using your iTunes podcast app. 
You can also hit me up and follow us on Twitter via at wannabepodcast. We're also on Instagram as well. To get extended show notes listing the tools and resources mentioned in this episode, please do visit wannabepodcast.com. And that's everything for today. Signing out. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.